Hey folks, welcome to another episode of When Women Speak with Shirley A. I am your host, Shirley King. Season four has been fire, so you know what I'm getting ready to say because we only have guests that support your voice. This guest today, she's going to drop gems. Let me just say this. She's probably going to drop gems she didn't know she was getting ready to drop because she just has that gift. We have Jacqueline Lewis with us today on this episode of When Women Speak with Shirley K. Sponsored by Life on Power in the brand, What If She Knew She Was Powerful. Jacqueline, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you. So excited. I'm so excited to have you. Um, Been following you for a while. We'll give the audience an opportunity um, to hear about your planner and all the wonderful things that you do do. Listen, she is not only a mental health provider. She is a woman of God. She has a planner that's going to help you plan your life out. And we're going to hear a little bit about a little more about that at the end of the show. Jacqueline, tell us a little bit more about yourself, period, so they know who's getting ready to pour into them. Well, hello, hello, everyone. I am Jacqueline Lewis, as known as JL Inspired. My goal is to inspire as much individuals before I expire. And I just believe that we need to give hope to each other so we can make it in everyday life, right? I am your um, nine to five therapist and I am also a mentor. I have a nonprofit organization where I mentor young girls from the age of five to 19. But ultimately when I work with my, my clients as a therapist and I co-work at with my girls as a mentor, my overall goal is to give hope, give life to people to understand that you have, like Shirley K say, a voice. So you gotta take that voice and you gotta run with it. Cause a lot of times we don't realize that we have that voice on the inside. So my goal as a therapist is to remind people you can speak no matter what happened in life. Life happens, right? But we gotta remember that we have that inner voice, we have that inner thing that says, you can do it, you can do it. But sometimes you need that little push and I'm that individual that's gonna push you as your therapist and as your mentor. That's just an intro. So, you know you better go get them journals and get them (laughs) pens. Otherwise, you're going to be recording and stopping and rewinding. That is just her intro. And I cannot wait to begin this conversation. Let's go, Jacqueline. So with this this show, When Women Speak with Shirley K, is about strategies so that we can help our sisters, no matter where they are in their journey, find the lead with their voice, find their voice um, and live, thrive with their voice. So our first, my first question for you, Jacqueline, is, What does it mean for you when you hear the statement, find her voice? Find her voice. When I hear that, it tells me that this person doesn't know that they have a voice, right? And finding that voice is unable to speak, unable to have words to share or unable to share it in a way. But what happens is when you find your, to find your voice, you're unable to do it. So you're, that means that at a point you're going to find it, right? <laughs> so when yes. you find your voice, you're able to express your truth and who you are. Why do you think that it is hard for us to express our truth and who we are? Well, let me let me tell you. You know, when I started to think about this and prepare for this, um, I started thinking about myself as an individual. 
Mm. And understanding that it starts in our mind. It starts within us, right? And I realized I was thinking about a situation that I had at a position I was in and I wasn't qualified on paper, right? You know how mm-hmm. that goes. You qualified on paper. I wasn't qualified on paper, but I had everything it takes for that position, the experience, the time. I was doing it for a while. But because I wasn't qualified on paper, I didn't feel like I had the voice. I, I didn't feel like I could speak too much because people would look at me sideways because you ain't got the qualifications, boo. Like, what mm-hmm. you doing? So I, I, I stopped myself from going and being who I could be in that position because I was doubting me. So fast forward, you know, I began to find that, that inner, I had that inner talk like, girl, you got Mm -hmm. this. Like there are people that have the qualifications, don't have the knowledge and the ideas that you have. I began to slowly drop little gems, little ideas, my opinions in Mm -hmm. the meetings. And, you know, people started looking at me like, oh, girl, oh, where you got that from? Mm -hmm. And realizing when I started to hear the little comments of how amazing those ideas and those opinions were, I started to feel like, you got it. You were Mm -hmm. created with that voice. But Mm -hmm. you are Mm -hmm. looking at your qualifications that don't match up with what God said I have for you. God said, I created you for a purpose and I gave you whatever it is that you needed already before that paper, before those degrees, before Mm -hmm. those certifications. But Mm -hmm. you, honey, it's you. It's in your mind. You feel like you're not qualified. You feel like you don't have that voice. So I began to, you know, when I had that aha moment with God, I began to speak out more. And before I even got the quote unquote, the qualification, mm-hmm. I was already in a higher position. And it's all because no, knowing that God already gave it to you, you just got to step on it. Paper, pay, the paper cannot stand with what God says. The paper is for people, for their eyes. But God said, I gave it to you. You got it. So when I began to speak and I began to give my ideas and begin to give my proposals of how it is. And oh, you had all that? Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, yes. I yeah. Did. You know, but it was me. It was me hindering what God already had for uh-huh. me. You said a couple of things here, Jacqueline. You said it begins within, and you said you thought they were looking at you. And, and when you said that, because I also write notes when I'm talking with my guests as well. So when they, when they were looking at you, what I wrote was, mm, it sounded like your inner me that was really your enemy at that time yes. because it was stopping you from delivering. Yes. Yes. And because I knew my truth, right? I knew the mm-hmm. truth was I didn't have that qualification, but I knew I had the experience. So I yes. let that stop what God said. God said, I gave it to you, but I'm looking at my, my what's, what paper say. Paper say, you only got this. And that's what everybody okay. else is looking at. But I already knew I had it in here. I already knew I, you know, that I already had it, but my enemy was was fighting against what God said. That's what the paper said. You said, mm. yeah, mm. but it's not what God said. I was talking to a, a group of people um, a couple of days ago. Now that you remind me of that. And I was talking about purpose. And what I said about purpose is that the reason why you don't identify that you're in the right place to deliver within your purpose is because Purpose is usually something that you don't recognize, something that's hard for you to do, and something that sometimes looks like somebody else is doing it. So there are all kinds of reasons why you don't identify that you were born with it. And when that will exceed paper. 
Correct, correct. And that's exactly what you just described just now. We just got started. We just got started. So again, give yourself a few seconds while I'm saying this to go get your journal, to go get your pen so that you can get this down. Good thing. The good thing about this, though, is a podcast. What does that mean? You can save this and go back to this as many times as you need to. That's the goal for every episode. So Jacqueline, we talk about finding our voice. But obviously, there's a time frame when we didn't know our voice. You just gave us one of those examples. Um, can you give us another example of, of you having a voiceless experience? What that was, um, and you may not have realized that that's what it was, but now you know it was a voiceless experience at this time of your life. I'm trying to think of, I, I could think of quite a few, but I, I'm trying to think of which one I want to share. You said that which one I want to share. Yeah, I'm trying to think about which one, I want to, <laughs> which one I want to share. And like, if you look at your life, you can find every example that you could think of, right? Because life just happens, right? It really just happens. So I'm thinking about me being in um, college, right? Okay. Me being in college and not being able, young adult, um, and just fresh, you know, fresh out of high school, you know, not really knowing much and, and just not knowing how to um, be that person that I know that I was created to be. So mm -hmm. going into college, um, you know, I, I just, I had trying to figure out what I want to do and had choices. And I remember um, being in class and every time I think about this, I get emotional being in an English class, college English class. Mm -hmm. and, um, this professor um, told me, she said, Jacqueline, um, I don't think you're going to make it through college. Mm, college, not the class, but college. She said, I will make it through college. And at that point, I didn't even know how to stand up for myself. I didn't mm. even know how to rebuke her and say, I rebuke this lady. <laughs> I know. Listen, I didn't know. I didn't know what this, I felt like this lady was powerful because she's a professor. And she might fail me if I say something and she may, you know, do something that that would jeopardize me even trying to keep on going on. And she looked at me and she said, I don't think you're you're going to make it through college. You're going to make it through. And she said, um, to me, she said uh, I think you may have a which I probably I probably do have it. It's not just looking at me now. But let me tell you, she said, I think you're, you're probably dyslexic. And I, at that point, I didn't even know it. I started, I had to go Google it. I know I had to go look it up. I didn't know what that means, right? She said, I think you might be dyslexic. I said, okay. Now I'm shaking my head because I don't know what that is. And she said, I don't think you're going to make it through college. I don't think so. I, I, and college. Like first, I, I'm trying to wrap my hand around. Listen, this is my first. You can't make it through college. This is my first year. This is English 101, okay? Whoa. So, <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow. And I was voiceless. I could not say nothing because I was afraid if I did say anything, she may really jeopardize me finishing college. Mm. And I sat there and I got home and I, after looking what that was up, I was like, oh, what is that? Maybe I do. So I started looking at my, you know, my lifestyle. So maybe I do have it. So I got, I, I, and it's so funny because the same semester I had a sociology class. Yes. And the professor, she was a black African woman. And she talked about herself, introducing herself at the beginning of the class. And she said, I'm dyslexic. And guess what? I got this, Look this, at this, 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 this degree. And like my eyes open, like, 
okay, she, this is what the other professor told me I have that I may not make it through, but this black African-American lady tells me that she has this, she's diagnosed with this. I'm not even diagnosed. She's diagnosed with this and she's this successful. And she only do this part-time because she runs other businesses because she loves to teach. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm like, how can I be like this? Powerful enough to tell people no matter what it is that you, they say you have on paper, what God says who you are, that's who you are, you know? And I was voiceless in that lady's class. I couldn't say anything because I didn't know what to say, or how to say, because I was scared that it would jeopardize my, my future. Absolutely. And, and that's a, that is a valid emotion to be scared about your whole college future because she didn't say you might not pass this class. She says you are not, you, you probably would not finish college. Yeah. You're not college material. That's what she said. That's what she said. And then there was a ram in the bush. You oh go to another goodness. class. Come on. <laughs> and she says, I was diagnosed with this. D listen, that was God. He, he was setting that up for me. Because I literally left that lady class broken. I cried the whole day thinking mm. about, oh, my God, maybe I'm not going to be. Because at that point, I wanted to be a nurse. I'm not going to become this nurse practitioner I want to be. I'm not going to make it through. What am I going to do with my life? You know, my goal is to support my mom before she passed. And it's like, I'm having all these thoughts because of one person's opinion of me. Yes. Not well, that inner voice, not what I have on the inside of me, but I'm, I, I, I kind of ignored that, what I know I have here. And it was listening to somebody else's voice that made me voiceless. Yes. And you can ready to change all your, the trajectory of all the plans that you have for yourself because of one person's voice. And let's just be clear. She wasn't a physician. No. She wasn't in the medical field. No. She wasn't someone that had studied um, individuals with dyslexic, dyslexia. She wasn't any of those experts. No. She was a person that based on what she saw, which was very limited in the, in the experience that she's had with you, very limited. She gave you a diagnosis for the rest of your future. And people do that all the time. And we forget who we are. So that didn't only just stuck with me that I felt like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? But it made me question who I was. Yes. Am I good enough? Am I yes. Will I be able to even be anybody? Mm. Not even understanding as a young adult just coming out of high school, like what in the world is going to do to my life? Yes. Thank you for sharing that. That was powerful because whether you're listening to this in real time when this episode is dropped or it's two years later or it's one year later, or six months later, you're at the right place at the right time to hear how one person who doesn't know anything about you could change the trajectory of your future if you allow them to do so. And Jacqueline, this is where we take a little pause because it's important as we talk about the voices of women, as we talk about, you know, women amplifying their voices, that we talk about the whys. So Jacqueline, why should the voices of women and their values even matter? Well, oftentimes our views as women are our opinions, our ideas, are brushed off. I mean, that's just the reality. Mm -hmm. And it's just brushed off. Our lights begin to dim, you know, no matter how bright we are standing, but once it's a woman, sometimes it, it seems as if they begin to dim our lights. 
especially mm-hmm. if you're in a career that's a, a male dominated, right? You begin to be diminished, your light begin to diminish. And I believe that it, our value should not be determined by our gender, our race, our backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Our, 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 our value should not, it's just, it shouldn't just be that I'm a human and I have a thought and an idea just like you do. But because we are, we have a title woman, we have that, you know, our, it, it, it kind of dim, you know, that what we're saying is valued. And, yeah. I, believe it shouldn't. and I believe it shouldn't because that our gender should not, our race, our background, none of that should determine what we're saying or what we have to share, you know, determine our values. Absolutely. And what I hear you saying is that the fact that we even have to have to ask the question, mm-hmm. why should the values um, the voice and values of women even matter. The fact that we have to ask that question is preposterous. It's, it's, we should not even have to ask the question, but it is because we are women. And that is the only reason. Yeah. It's not because we're not capable. It's not because um, um, we don't have value. It's just because we are women. And you said something dim. And I remember... Um, I have a diagram I created years ago, but God gave this to me and it is called a, a, a dim diagram oh. um, be, because we dim means definitely and intentionally minimizing your value. So when you hear something, when you go through experiences or any type of trauma or anyone that has any type of access to you, like that teacher, and they say things or do things, you don't know that is impacting how you see yourself. And when it impacts how you see yourself, you do it to your, we do it to ourselves intentionally. Yeah. Until we know that, and then we can intentionally stop doing that to ourselves. But when we believe that the wrong thing about ourselves, we can and will intentionally minimize our own value. Cause I always start with me, the person. Absolutely. I agree. And so we have talked about some experiences of um, voices, experiences. Uh, we've talked about women and their, the voices and values mattering. Now, what I want to get to one of my favorite parts of this, and yes, audience, you hear me talk about another favorite part before, because it's all a favorite part for me. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my favorite parts is give us an experience of you leading with your voice. I know who I am. I love how my voice sounds. I know what it says. Now, give us one of those experiences because the good thing about it, Jacqueline, is that I know you have just as many leading as you have when you have a voiceless experience. So can you share an experience leading with your voice? Yeah, so I I have several because I am a speaker, right? So I speak to women all the time. And as a therapist, I'm speaking and leading um, different people at different times. However, I think my biggest one I can think right now, and I think that tugs my heart, is my mentorship program. Mm. These young ladies are from the age of 5 to 19, and I truly believe that having our girls to understand that they have a voice at a young age, we make powerful women. We create powerful women in our society today. And one of the things I understand is that there are some things that we go through as young girls that triples into our adulthood that traumatizes us where we cannot sometimes, let me say, I say we cannot, we, 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 our mind tells us that we can't move forward and we begin to not work 
and do the things that God have called us to do. So when I say I lead with my voice, with my nonprofit, it's giving hope and having these young girls to know that they have a voice. So when I speak, I speak with real experiences. I do not sugarcoat. I am very transparent about being fatherless for many years, knowing that my father is not, he's alive. I love this man. You know, I love him. We are good buddies now, but he wasn't there for most of my life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sadly, most girls go through that where they're in a single parent household and not knowing that you still have a voice, despite you had one or two parents, you have a voice. You know, there's some uh, young girls that feel like they're not beautiful enough. I'm not Mm -hmm. pretty enough. You know, I was always a nice chunky size girl, right? Mm -hmm. Full size. I was always full size, but one thing about me, I was always confident. I always felt like I was pretty, like no matter what my size is, I'm cute. Mm -hmm. And I know that some of the girls didn't have that. And giving them life, listen, hey, you see me, I'm leading by example. Yes, I'm working on getting this weight down, but in the meanwhile, I gotta believe in me. I I gotta love me for me. And then when I start to lead with my voice and lead with my example and lead with my life, I'm beginning to train and begin to create young girls that's going to become young women that's going to become amazing adults that are going to lead with their voices i truly believe you have to lead by example and not just the good ones and that's what we do in society we want to show everybody the good ones we got degrees we got the jobs we got the careers we got all this money and nice cars but we don't tell people we don't lead them by what we how we failed and how yes. we failed and how our life wasn't perfect and how i was living in a single household my mom working minimum wage job trying to get me through to make me be the woman i am today. we don't talk about that we talk about all the good stuff but people need to know the real nitty and gritty of the how, where you came from. And baby, you won't know where I came from. Where I came from, let me tell you, some people don't want to go there. You see the glory, but you don't know the story. Let me tell you the story so you can lead with your story. We all have a story. And if we can tell each other and empower each other as I try my very best to empower yes. girls with my story. Sometimes it hurts just reminiscing and kind of saying it over and over. But yes. it is the truth of the matter that this was my life. But guess what? It didn't stop my story. There are, there's another chapter, baby. And that chapter is not the same as the last chapter. There is a new chapter. And I believe when you're leading with your voice, you remind people there's chapters. There's different pages. Keep on flipping. You will find the truth with where God said he wants you to go. So with, if I can answer your question, I say I lead by example. I lead by telling people my story, my truth my hurts, my, my the dark parts, the bad parts. And then I don't have to tell you about the glory because you can see it, right? <laughs> I don't, I'm not telling you about yes. the because you can see the glory. But let me tell you where I came from. So you can use your story to lead someone else. Did you hear her say there are other chapters? Keep flipping. Yes, ma'am. I love how you describe your experience of falling forward. Because you said it, 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 it's difficult to even talk about and repeat it over and over again, but it's necessary because there's nothing that we have gone through. Whereas our story, it cannot be used as a springboard for someone else. And when we don't share our story, that means that we begin to live on the inside of that story. Yes. And that is when that voicelessness becomes a loud voicelessness because you're living on the inside of the story instead of stepping out of it and going to the next chapter because that's what it was a season a chapter keep flipping yes ma'am 
That's why this episode title is There Are Chapters Keep On Flipping. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Keep on flipping. Keep on flipping. One of my other favorite parts of this is the meaning that I hear every guest has from this. But there's a statement leaving with your voice and it conveys various meanings based on who you are and who you, what your experience is. So Jacqueline, what does the phrase leaving with your voice convey for you? Wow. I like that. Leaving with your voice. Yeah. When I hear that, let me tell you what I hear. <laughs> it may be different. Yeah. What do you hear? <laughs> when I hear that, that tells me that if I'm leaving with it, that means I was somewhere. And if I was somewhere, that means I left something somewhere and I'm le- now I'm leaving, right? Yeah, so I yeah. deposited whatever I need to, what my voice needed to deposit, I deposited at that station, at that season, in that chapter, and now I'm leaving with my voice, but I left what I had to leave, but I'm leaving with my voice because I'm going to another chapter that I have to deposit more. Yes. different. So yes. I when, leaving, when you're leaving with your voice, you're not just leaving and didn't leave something behind you're leaving something behind because whoever is behind need that right and they're going to use that to leave somewhere else with it right so your words will never die because somebody picked that up and they're going to use it either in their lives or share it in somebody else's life so baby i'm not just leaving with my voice i'm gonna leave with it now because i gotta go to the next chapter but i'm leaving something with you as i leave and deposit on the next chapter the next page the next season the next series let me tell you life is a long journey so you know you gotta go on and on yes when you're leaving you gotta deposit mm-hmm. and you take the rest and you go and you deposit it somewhere else that's what that's that conveyed to me. I'm leaving it, but I'm going and I'm leaving it somewhere else also. I hear that. Yes. I'm leaving you something to chew on while I go to the next chapter, the next place, and I deposit there. It's up to you what you want to do with what I left, but I left you with something that you could use, something solid. Absolutely. Oh, I love that, Jacqueline. <laughs> Man, this episode of When Women Speak with Shirley K with Jacqueline Lewis has been truly on fire. You know, I love the fact that Jacqueline has been authentic on this episode. Jacqueline, I would love for you to leave any last words of advice for our listeners. If I can leave you with one thing I want you to leave with, we all have a purpose. And some may say, I don't really know what that is. The keyword really know. So you have an idea what it is. Yes. I want you to tap into your heart. That thing that tugs you, that's your voice. And that's what you need to speak on. Yes. It could be whatever it is, whatever field. If you a nurse, you an attorney, you a doctor, you a whatever it is, there is, you have a voice in that season that somebody is desperately waiting for you to give them life. Reminding them that they can make it. Reminding them that there is hope. Reminding them that there is something on the other side of this trauma, on the other side of this headache, on the other side of this burden. Reminding someone that they can make it just like you made it. We all have a story. It's not about your title. It's not about who, who, whom you are, right? It's about that inner, that inner thing that God has given you that he's expecting you to help others remember that they also have a purpose and a voice. Find out what's your brand. 
What is your calling? What is that you love to do that you can do it without being paid for? That's what you need to work on. That's where your voice is. That's where you're going to save lives without you even knowing. That's where you're going to give hope to people that needs your hope. Yes. Find it. Because you know what it is. It's already there. It's already right now as, you're, as I'm talking, you know, you know that it's that thing. But you're struggling with yourself because just like me, you didn't think you were qualified enough because paper said you're not qualified enough. Listen to me. God already qualified you and no one can qualify you more than God can. So you take up those pieces that you feel that God has given you, put them together and begin to use them because that is what God has given you to share your voice with the world. Man, I love that. These last words, there is something on the other side. You just have to look for it. It is there. It's always, it's already there. That's where your true fulfillment is. Thank you, Jacqueline. It's within your purpose. That's where it truly lies. This has been another amazing episode of When Women Speak with Shirley Kay, sponsored by Life on Power in the brand. What if she knew she was powerful? I know that you, Shirley, you're not about to end this thing without asking Jacqueline how we can reach her. You know, I'm not, not about to do that. I need to give, make sure y'all have all the deets on this guest. Jacqueline, how do they find you? How do they reach out to you? Social media, email or whatever that is. How do our guests find you? Absolutely. Well, I am on Instagram under JL underscore inspires. JL inspires. I am also on Facebook as Jacqueline Lewis. I do also have a, a, a page that says JL inspires also. So usually if you look up JL underscore inspire, you will find me. You can also um, go to my website, which is Jacqueline Lewis, L-O-U-I-S dot com. So that's Jacqueline, J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E, Lewis, L-O-U-I-S dot com. And those are the ways that you can find me. Um, and, you know, my emails and everything are on my page. I need you to also give our guests mm, a few seconds of what the planner is. The planner is a B-U, be intentional planner. I am so big on helping on people understand that you have to be yourself. You cannot duplicate somebody else. You cannot try to be like somebody else. You've got to be you. And you have to be intentional about it. And if you want to achieve your goals as an individual, you have to be intentional. So that's why the planner is called Be You, Be Intentional. 12-month planner, undated. So you can start throughout the year whenever you want because it's not dated. And you go ahead and plan. It has sermon notes. Those that are, you know, that the, my church goers, the sermon notes, they have those that are, have fitness plans that you want to, you know, lose weight or gain weight that you can um, log on there. They have the daily Monday through um, Friday um, meal preps. You know, what are you eating through the week? You've got to be intentional if you want to succeed in certain areas of life. And if you're not, you're just going to be going through the motions. You're going through the circles and you're not going to achieve your goals. So the planner has so many different sections of life that you would want to kind of be intentional about in the planner. If you have more, there are samples um, on the website, JacquelineLewis.com. You can also, you know, kind of get a snip of what the planner looks like. The BUB Intentional Planner. Well, this has been another great episode of When Women Speak with Shirley K. Produced and managed by Build Your Vision Podcast with Cleavon Davis. I will talk to you on next week with another You Got It by your guest. This is Shirley King signing off. Thank you for listening to the When Women Speak podcast. 
on the Live Podcast Network.